Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It is Monday, June 27th, and you are listening to another edition of the West of the Rest podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast feed. My name is Blair Angulo. I am joined by 24-7 Sports National Recruiting Editor Brandon Huffman to break out all the stops, Brandon, as we just wrapped up the final weekend of official visits in the month of June. Have you been able to catch your breath yet? Not yet. Not yet. And that's just because I was at a high elevation in Utah this week. <laughs> that actually is is something that I never real, realized was a thing until my first trip there. And I was on the phone and I, and for some reason I, I was rambling and I couldn't really, you know, get to my next thought. You know, it was it was just the weirdest thing. And and I felt like I was losing sight of my next thought and, and I couldn't breathe. And um it's it's definitely a thing. So if you haven't been to one of those high elevation places, right? The Denver's, the Salt Lake Cities, that's actually a thing. When they talk about breathtaking views, they mean it very, very literally. That was a beautiful sight. Uh, there at the side. We, we will discuss a little bit uh, before we end the show, talk about the ESPN 300 elite underclassmen camp in Salt Lake City uh, from Saturday uh, and a couple of the standouts there. But let's begin with something I, I was pretty much, you know, uh, it took me about 20 minutes to start chasing this down on the sidelines of that camp on Saturday. And that was the commitment of Leona Lefau, the number one rated player in the state of Hawaii. He comes off the board huff to the Texas Longhorn and I was trying to do some research and it appears that he's the first ever player from the state of Hawaii to commit to Texas. Yeah. And I mean, that, that tells you, Hey, again, we've talked about this on the show. You go back to that class where you had Jordan Vitello go to Notre Dame, Nick Kirby going to Wisconsin, Roman Wilson to Michigan. We're seeing te- uh, Hawaii kids leading in droves, but for this to be the first one to go to Texas, that, you know, when you've got, the recruiting grounds that the state of Texas has and the University of Texas can recruit to, that's significant on a lot of levels. Yeah, I, I do, you know, get a sense here that the Longhorns had to come from behind quite a bit in this recruitment. I always felt like Utah was the front runner. I'm actually pretty surprised that he's committed to Texas now. I thought that he was probably 80, 90% sure done deal to the Utah Utes. He was born in Salt Lake City, has a lot of family in the area. And that was a childhood favorite program. He's also been up to Oregon a number of times this year. I know Tony Tuioti and Tosh Lupoi and Dan Lanning and that whole staff had been making uh, Leona Lefau a, a top priority in this class as well. But make no mistake about it, Texas is swinging for the fences right now. And given the momentum that they've that they've built, Given the fact that they just picked up five-star quarterback Arch Manning, we're starting to see some of that buzz pay off. 
And I think they're lining things up the, the right way as we wrap up the, the official visits heading into a four week dead period. And that's something that Leona Lefau told me. He, he said he wants to be a part of a special turnaround. And I think that's the pitch right now for Texas. You, you have to sell it that way. That's how they were able to lock in the top rated offensive line group in the 2022 class, right? These are all guys that are going there thinking that they will have a big impact and they have a chance to be maybe a, a key piece on, on a special turnaround. And I think that that's really the big thing is, you know, getting other parts. I mean, they, they have this incredible class. You get the transfer portal pickups that they have, getting a guy like a Quinn Ewers to go with an Arch Manning. And, you know, and little by little, they're maybe filling those gaps that probably cost Tom Herman his job and certainly have lent credence to Steve Sarkeesian's ability to recruit. But those are the, the kind of pickups you make. It's not just signing elite recruits that are ranked high. It's signing needs and fill spots to really ensure that Texas is back like the West of the Rest podcast is. And you discussed earlier a couple of linebackers that have been making some waves in the world of college football. The Jordan Botellos, who was down at, at Notre Dame, Nick Herbig, who's one of the better edge rushers in the country at Wisconsin. When you look at Leona Lefau, you have to imagine that he would fit right in among that group of elite linebackers. I, you know, make no mistake about it. This is a player who has a, a legitimate shot at being the heart of that Texas defense. I'm really excited. I think the fit is is really interesting as well. I think, you know, this could be that kind of maybe gateway recruit, maybe like a Manti Teo was to Notre Dame, where you don't have probably numerous guys go to Notre Dame from Hawaii like they did when Manti Teo went in 2009. You don't probably have as many guys leaving the state to go to the Midwest if it weren't for Manti doing it. Well, now you open up another state, another kind of pipeline, and this might actually be good for Texas. This could be good for an Oklahoma, for Texas A&M, but Steve Sarkeesian getting out in front. It's why you see when Notre Dame recruits a lot of those players from Hawaii, they have the advantage because they all look to Manti. Well, now Leona has the chance to kind of be maybe the, the, the first trailblazer, if you will, to go to Texas from Hawaii. And, you know, we can see what kind of trickle down effect this has. We were able to see what DeForest Buckner and Marcus Mariota were able to do for a, a program like Oregon, right? And and you look at all the the big time Hawaiian prospects, the the Samoan prospects that were able to pave the way for USC to build its own pipeline among the Polynesian community. Uh, so this could be the beginning for Texas. So watch out for the Longhorns now out on the islands. Uh, you and I will be out in the islands next weekend. Maybe we'll record our show from a, a, a nice sunny spot. Uh, as we catch our breath from that breathtaking view. I think we could uh, probably make for a very long podcast, just looking out at the scenes and the views for the sacrifices we're making to cover the best of the West for the West of the rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take a short break. We're going to also discuss Washington's big weekend. Oregon Stanford had a couple big official visitors on campus. You're listening to the West of the rest here on the 24 seven sports football recruiting podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back on the West of the Rest. Blair Angulo joined by Brandon Huffman, National Recruiting Editor for 24-7 Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at Brandon Huffman. You can follow him on, on what's your Instagram, Huff? Because you've got, I'm just going to tease it here. You're going to be the guy that's going to document our weekend down in, down in Maui next week. I will be doing that at Brandon Huffman 247. Pretty simple, pretty self-explanatory. Brandon Huffman 247. Go to the gram, follow it for all of the sacrifices we'll be making next week. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be there to cover a camp. Uh, It's really, I think, impactful for the state of Hawaii, which saw two seasons kind of evaporate due to the pandemic, uh, while a lot of the football resumed here on the mainland uh, in the state of Hawaii. A lot of those high school teams never got the the green light to play. And we're starting to see the the effects of that in, in recruiting. A lot of the players kind of playing catch up. A lot of the players maybe not getting the exposure that we would see in, in a typical recruiting class. So it's going to be exciting to get out there and maybe see some players we haven't even heard of, right? And and guys, we don't even know exist. So this coming weekend uh, down in Maui, Washington Huff has been known to recruit the islands extensively. No activity there this weekend, but they were very active with their biggest official visitor weekend in the, in the Coach DeBoer era. Handful of commitments, Anthony James, Vincent Holmes, Elijah Jacket, Jordan Whitney came off the board. Jacob Lane came off the board last week. Diesel Gordon. Talk about Zachary Henning, the offensive lineman from Colorado. I mean, that's that's a good group there for for the Huskies. As you know, we we, we knocked them a little bit last week because they had only one official visitor on campus, but they surely made up for for it and, and closed with a bang. Hey, it's how you finish, not how you start, right? And I think Washington will gladly take this momentum after a pretty difficult 2022 class and a 2021 class that had a lot of promise early, but kind of fizzled late. I think they will absolutely take this kind of momentum. I think there's a a feeling of justification too. When you go into Texas, like Washington has the last couple of years, and you recruit maybe some of the the back end top 247 guys, you know, it's fine, but there's guys like that out West. But when you go down there and you get a guy like Anthony James, who's a 24 7 sports top 100 player, it justifies your presence in the state of Texas. But then they also went back to a very faithful state to them, and that's the state of California, to get the commitments from Vincent Holmes, from Elisha Jacket, from Jordan Whitney. They got out to Colorado, where they've had some success in recent years, especially along the offensive line with Zachary Henning. And then most importantly, they got their first in-state commitment a week ago in Jacob Lane from Emerald Ridge and nearby Puyallup. So this is kind of the footprint that Washington wants to have. They want to live and recruit heavily in the state of California. They want to get top Washington. Washington recruits. And even though maybe the top seven or eight guys aren't looking to stay in state, there's still a good enough group of guys from that eight to 25 range that they can go recruit. And then they go into Texas and maybe pick up a few elite guys or, or top guys in that state. Maybe not the elitist of the elite, but when you get a top 100 kid from the state, 
that's lead enough for, for Washington and really for the Pac-12. Yeah, I think a, a really good foundation to build upon. And now you bank on some of the results, right? You bank on maybe the changes that you're making on the field and how you are able to show some of these recruits that you're after, uh, you know, the higher tier four stars, you know, that that that, that player that maybe is, is coveted by too many programs for you to actually have a legit shot. But now I think what we see from them on the field this season, I think we'll, we'll kind of indicate what kind of class they, they're able to sign the first true uh, class for, for Coach DeBoer. Let's keep it in the Pac-12 North. Stanford, Oregon also lined up monster official visit weekends. Uh, I, I do like what Stanford is doing. They were the surprise, I think, Huff, in the 2022 class, finishing second in, in the conference. Uh, we had kind of written them off in, in a way because of maybe the trajectory and so many of the defections that we saw via the transfer portal and maybe the, the buzz dying off of what David Shaw had accomplished there and going to Rose Bowls and, and being a contender for, for a college football playoff spot. But it seems like they've got the recruiting train rolling again. Yeah, and I think that that's really been the big thing for Stanford is that there, there's no school that really utilizes their visit weekends and their visits to campus better than Stanford. Because as we know, you know, Stanford, it's, they, they call it the 40 year decision. It's not just about what can you do for me as a football player? What's the long game? So there's meetings with advisors, there's meeting with professors, there's meeting with school administration. How many times have we heard Condoleezza Rice been brought up in recruiting visits with the, with the players that go and visit. So when they lost that ability in the 2021 cycle to really bring a lot of guys to campus, to meet with those advisors, to meet with those professors, they really suffered the effect of it. Well, in 2022, everything kind of calibrated with the return to the uh, to the visits come last summer and then you see them end up with the top high school recruiting class in the Pac-12 and you know that that's coming off of probably the three worst seasons that Stanford has had by far under David Shaw and really their their worst seasons they've had since the mid 2000s and yet they're still able to recruit at that high level yeah, I do. I do like what they're doing. And I, I think the type of recruit that they're going after again uh, speaks to their identification process. A lot of really high upside players. And um, they're going to be a team to watch again here in this 2023 cycle. Oregon is shooting for the top class in the Pac-12, obviously contending for that with, with USC. Uh, and they had a number of high profile prospects led by Mateo Uyangalele, uh, a couple out of region prospects, Jaden Wayne, the, the high end edge rusher from the state of Washington. Washington, Micah Bonuelos, four-star linebacker Blake Nicholson, four-star edge rusher Blake Purchase ahead of his decision next weekend. Michael Gardner, big-time defensive lineman from the state of Arizona. I mean, up and down the board, you look at their official visitor list, and this is exactly what you would expect out of Dan Lanning. And that's really what I think people need to understand is that Oregon's going to play the long game. We saw it last year with Josh Connerly announcing his decision to pick Oregon in April, two months after signing day, Oregon's fine to play the long game. And I think Yeah, like the like the battles that they're in uh don't really get settled until closer to the signing period. Exactly. And that's a good position to be in because who are the ones that usually wait till the end of the recruiting process to announce their decision? Elite uh, top yeah, do they do they sign yeah, do they sign uh does it rhyme with Babama as Lavzlama and Georgia? And the Morgias, yes, it absolutely uh, rhymes with those. And those are the schools that play the long game. They know that, hey, it'd be great to get a commitment in June and July, but 
we really want to get that commitment in December or February when you're that much closer to signing your NLI. And so Oregon using this last weekend for their big visit weekend, they probably wisely used those last two weekends. They got out on the road. I saw Dan Lanning and the majority of the Oregon coaches at the Western Oregon Showcase that very first week in June. You mentioned Blake Nicholson. He actually took an unofficial visit to Oregon that weekend. And then last week at Sacramento State, the Oregon coaches were out and drove. So with the new coaching staff, it was important that they were visible on the road for the first half of June at so many of these different camps, then that allowed them to use those last two weekends to really kind of stock up the official visitors at that point. You know, obviously they've under Mario Cristobal and even dating back to Willie Taggart, they had that final weekend in the month of July for Saturday Night Live, which is their big recruiting event. It does appear like they're still lining up a lot of unofficial visitors for that weekend. So maybe we'll begin to see some movement with the Ducks later on in the summer. But uh, this was an important step for Oregon as they continue to you know put their name in the hat for a lot of uh, some of these high profile recruitments. And by the way, Dante Moore was there as well, a five-star quarterback taking an unofficial visit. Sounds like uh, the Ducks are doing really well there. Uh, crystal balls for, for the five-star quarterback from the state of Michigan, who we will see this coming week. I did want to tease coverage from the Elite 11 Finals begins Tuesday. You can check out all the action on 24-7 Sports. We'll have videos, photos, interviews, uh, and maybe we'll have a few of the high-profile quarterbacks coming on this show as well to, to discuss things. Before we go, Huff, you and I were in Salt Lake City trying to catch our breath, and there were a couple guys that did take our breath away. You did write down a an eye catchers article and, and some top performers. Give us two or three names that that really impressed you. And, and obviously, uh, our readers and our listeners can check that out over at 247sports.com. Yeah, Cash Dillon, Cash Richards, whatever you want to call him, you can call him the alpha dog because that's what he was this weekend. Uh, we, we hear Corner Canyon, we think of Jackson Dart, we think of Zach Wilson, even Isaac Wilson. We think offense, but there's some pretty good defensive players that have come from that school. Harrison Tagger, four-star in the 2022 class, who's now at Oregon. Well, Cash Dillon is the 2024 who we should really get people to be familiar with because this is a kid who may not be real thick yet. He's a little bit on the slider side, but that's what makes him so intriguing and and really appealing as a recruit is that when he puts on more weight and strength, he'll even be a bigger force and a, and a tougher guy for the offensive lineman to block because he's got so much quickness coming off the edge. His first step is lightning fast. He does a good job of using his technique, trusting his technique, getting under, dipping under blockers, and using that length to get around the tackle. So as he gets stronger, he's a, na- a name that I think folks need to really get familiar with. Um, we mentioned Isaac Wilson. He was one of the quarterback MVPs. Ryder Burton uh, was the other quarterback MVP, but the, the other two guys that really wowed me uh, this weekend, Brandon Johnson, who is kind of a under the radar running back out of Palmdale Highland in, in Southern California, committed to Arizona earlier this month. He was hands down the best running back there, and I thought he looked terrific. I uh, had no reason to come to the event. He was done with track season, already committed, but he wanted to get that work in, and it turned out to be a good day for him. Uh, and then Isaiah Garcia, who was the offensive line co-MVP, and then earned a spot in the 2024 Under Armour All-America game. Uh, just a number two player, I think, is what he is in the state of Utah in 2024, but a a guy who will certainly be a national recruit and earn that invite to Orlando in, in a year and a half from now. Yeah, a lot of really good stuff. Remember, check that, check out all that coverage over at 247sports.com. Huff and I will be back next week, or maybe we won't be back next week. Maybe you and I take a 40-year decision and just stick it out in Maui. I can, I'll be in. I will commit on the spot. <laughs> all right. So for Brandon Huff and our producer, Lance Blaine, and I am Blair Angulo. Thank you, thank you so much for listening to this edition of the West of the Rest podcast.
you can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.